Hello, hello, hello. This is Gerald Salenti, and it's Wednesday, January 12th, 2022. And we are very honored and privileged to have again with us Judge Andrew Napolitano, America's number one authority on constitutional law, judicial authority, what America's supposed to be, what it is, where it's going, and what we have to do to change it. And you have an article today, Judge, and, and thank you for being here. But before we start, just want to let you know, while everybody out there is eating them Oreo cookies, my buddy Vinny brought me oh, some God. great sweet Adele from Brooklyn. Yeah, you know, no matter what kind of a breakfast <laughs> I have, I'm always hungry when I come on this uh, show. Because of what you show beautiful. everybody. Sweet <laughs> 99.99999% of Americans never heard of this. You're right. <laughs> I have a healthy cup of water. And I got my espresso. <laughs> uh, I was walking the dog this morning at 7 o'clock. It was 9 degrees out. So I yeah. came in and I had a shot of espresso. <laughs> <laughs> you need a little anisette in it when it's that cold outside. <laughs> Judge, you know, you, you have an article that's coming out, A Republic of Spies. Late last Friday, the National Counterintelligence and Security Center warned the American people against the dangers of spyware manufactured by one Israeli corporation, spyware is unwanted software that can expose the entire contents of one's mobile or laptop device to prying eyes. You go on to say the warning from the feds issued with a straight face is about as credible as Americans' television executives warning about the dangers of watching too many British period dramas. Now, tell us nope. the backstory of this. Well, nobody spies like the feds. And the article, uh, which comes out at midnight tonight, and you're very gracious to uh, mention it at the top of this podcast, Gerald. Uh, the article points out the dangers of the CIA and other domestic spying. And you may say, well, wait a minute. CIA isn't a domestic spyer. Yes, it is. So I went back and looked at the uh, statutes that created the CIA, they expressly prohibited it from gathering any intelligence in the United States and expressly prohibited it from using any intelligence gathered in the United States. Fast forward to today, we have a CIA director, talking about David Petraeus, so that's three directors ago, who boasted that the CIA is in your kitchen. In your kitchen, yes. They can lock onto the uh, microchip in your microwave oven. The CIA is in every state house in the United States of America. Question, what are they doing there? The NSA employs 60,000, 60,000 Americans, mainly civilian, but with military leadership. What do they do? They spy on us. They capture every keystroke on every mobile device and every desktop device, they capture every piece of data that is transmitted digitally. So they didn't know what to do with it. They built themselves a storage facility in Utah. It's the second largest building in the United States. 
You can guess what the largest is, the Pentagon. They're already running out of space. So the spying is, is totally out of control. The, the American government spies on everybody all the time. And then they have the husband to say, oh, watch out for this spyware that the Israelis developed. You can avoid spyware if you know what, what to do in your iPhone and how to, how to fix it so the spyware can't attack you. But how do you avoid a totalitarian government that captures every keystroke and every piece of data, all medical information, all legal information, all personal information? How do you avoid that government? You do what Jefferson said in the Declaration of Independence. You alter or abolish it. You know, you go on to say here, I mean, this is terrible. It, again, you call them an intelligence agencies. What intelligence? How about moronic agencies? I don't see any intelligence coming from them. What have they accomplished? Show me in all of these years. And again, as you have mentioned before, when after 9-11, how they've robbed us of more and more of our rights. Oh, look at all the terrorists that they've caught, huh? Yeah. Oh, remember the bullshit they made up about the shoe bomber? You right. remember that one? Right. Yeah, and so as now a you result take of that, shoes. Yeah. we still it, have to take our shoes off I know. when we get on a plane. I mean, suppose he had that bomb in his underwear. Would we have to strip naked in order to get on a plane? It's absurd what the government, the, the motions the government will put us through for the illusion, illusion of safety rather than the reality of liberty. And it perfectly said, the illusion of safety rather than the reality of liberty. That was total bullshit about the shoe bomber. There was well, no you, bomb there. You know, it, it was a lot of crap. Oh, and that other, that other lousy little piece of garbage, I forgot his name. He was, he was with the Bush administration, and, and then he became, he was like a director of something. And then he was the one that worked as a public relations guy that sold those, uh, those. Oh, I'm trying to think of his name. I remember. Actually, the guy was on Fox with me. I, I, I can't think of his name. But look, when you go through. You know what I'm talking the, about. He's the one that sold the things that you got to go through now and, and get, and get x-rayed when you go through. Oh, is it Mike Chertoff? That's a jerk off. Yes. Yes. Mike Chertoff was a federal judge and was the secretary uh, of Homeland Security, and then, of course, made a, a fortune by selling to his former Homeland Security people whatever he was peddling uh, once he left the government. But when you go through one of Mike Chertoff's machines at an airport, you go like this. Is that the sign of a free people confronting the government with your hands up? Yep. And for what? For what? And Illusion. again, you mispronounced Illusion. his name. It's Jerkoff. <laughs> because that's all he is another disgraceful little boy again these guys are so tough on the other side but man to man they're nothing they're nothing and they keep robbing us of our rights and you've detailed it in here oh talking about a little freak of nothing what did he work in a sh uh, 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 he had a, a, a clothing shop oh his name was Truman Mm. And he's the one that gave us the CIA, as you point out in here? Truman, Harry Truman gave us the CIA. Harry Truman, if, if you measure the number of deaths per second, was the greatest mass murderer in the history of the world, President Truman. 
by dropping atomic bombs on an already defeated Japan and targeting civilian population, a war criminal of the highest sort. And yet when you see these evaluations of the greatness of, of presidents, how can greatness and government be in the same uh, breath? They usually put Truman in the top 10. Uh, again, uh. a little boy of nothing. A little boy of nothing. And look what he, oh, and by the way, bombed the Catholic Church, as you mentioned here. Yes. Yeah. I get yeah. Oh, you're anti-Catholic? All of this was to scare his new friend, Joe Stalin. Same reason they uh, established the CIA. We're worried about Stalin. R Russia was demolished after uh, World War II, and they were worried about uh, Joe Stalin, so they established the CIA. Don't worry about the CIA. It's just going to spy on foreigners. They won't even have offices in the United States. Well, the CIA is now as pervasive in the United States as the NSA is, which admits that it spies on Americans. Yeah. What's the NSA, the National Spying Agency? Yes. Yeah. That's the one with 60,000. And, and you know how we know about this? Because of the courage of one man whom the government chased from the United States to Hong Kong to Moscow, Edward yeah. Snowden. Yeah. One of the most courageous one of the greatest Americans uh, in the modern era who risked his life and continues to risk his life and liberty so that we might know exactly what our own government did to us. And most of what he uh, characterized and revealed occurred in the administration of George W. Bush. Most of it that he revealed was ratcheted up radically. That was spying that went on Americans even in the Reagan era. Reagan famously signed an executive order 12333, uh, which has been grossly misinterpreted, and the NSA uses it to spy all the time. But the big money was spent on spying under George W. Bush and Dick Cheney. Dick, yeah. You, be, you gotta be proper. You can't call him Dick Cheney. You gotta call him Penis Cheney. You don't wanna <laughs> call him a Dick Cheney. You know, because that's who he is. And that's the guy that lied us into the uh, into the Iraq War, too, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, that uh, more, more more war crimes. I uh, I got in a little trouble uh, at Fox one day. Well, I had a lot of trouble at Fox for the things I said, but when I when I said that uh, Dick Cheney and George W. Bush should be prosecuted as war criminals after they leave uh, office, why? Well, they lied us into a war. They they they. Uh, slaughtered uh, hundreds of thousands uh, of innocents, oh. all because, quote, Saddam tried to kill my daddy, close quote. Yep. That's a quote. That's a quote from George W. while he was president. Wow. You know... You, so look, you, this stuff doesn't seem to end, uh, Gerald. Uh, I, I don't know where we're all going to go. You and I have, have these conversations every week. We're dear friends and we're happy... Uh, uh, revealing to the audience what we reveal. But things seem to be darker week by week. Well, here we go. You ready? <clears throat> darker week by week? Justice Department creating unit focused on domestic terrorism. The Justice Department, that's an oxymoron, by the Correct. way. No justice in that department. Is establishing a specialized unit, ready? Focused on domestic terrorism. The department's top national security official, official piece of crap, told lawmakers, lawmakers, little suck politicians, lawmakers, Tuesday, as he described in, quote, elevated, end quote, threat 
from violent extremists in the United States. That means that every time there's a political rally of libertarians, free market people, even conservative Republicans, there will be FBI undercover people in the audience goading them on, goading them on, because those FBI agents will be spending money to be there. They have to justify the expenditure of that money by arresting somebody. They can't theoretically arrest somebody without the person committing a crime or being on the incipient stages of committing a crime. We know that in the riots in uh, Portland, Oregon, uh, in October of 2020, there were many undercover FBI agents there. We know that 200 people were arrested and charged, and suddenly overnight, 100 of those people were let go and the charges were dropped. Who were they? They were FBI agents and their, their, their acolytes, their, uh, their informants. We know that the FBI goaded those people on in, uh, in Oregon. You probably won't see any trials because a very smart defense lawyer will find those FBI agents, and some of them are now ex-FBI agents, put them on the stand and force them under oath to reveal what they were doing there. You know, everybody, what you're listening to and you're hearing from Judge Napolitano, you're not hearing anywhere else. And it's very important, what you just said, they're also the agents provocateurs. You can have a very peaceful demonstration, all of a sudden something violent breaks out, it's the agent provocateurs. And that they're doing to, this to us, and, and what is the defense budget and the, and the and so-called intelligence budget in the United States? Over a trillion dollars, a trillion dollars, and look what they've accomplished. They did a great job with that Iraq war, didn't they? Right. I like the Afghan war. I right. want that guy Gaddafi out of there. Hey, Assad has no business being in Syria. Look what's going on in this country. As we're going down, oh, by the way, the good news is the billionaires, just a couple of them, like Buffett and Gates and Bezos and Musk and, and Cook, they got, I think they got $346 billion richer last year. Oh, boy. As the middle class... Median household incomes declining at its rapid rates ever. So the whole country's taken over by the bigs. The intelligence agencies are in control. We have, we're losing our freedom day by day. And again, this new act that they're trying to push through, this is the quote from this guy, Attorney General, Assistant Attorney General, Matthew Olson. Quote, We have seen a growing threat from those who are motivated by racial animus, as well as those who ascribe to extremists, anti-government, and anti-authority ideologies. So I always thought that the First Amendment meant that you could think as you wish and say what you think and publish what you say. And now you have just quoted accurately out of the mouth of a high-ranking government official that they are going to pursue people who think differently. Yeah. I am an enemy of the state, a proud enemy of the state. I have spent the past 45 years studying and extrapolating on the Constitution and pointing out how the state cannot stay within the confines of the Constitution. All of that is First Amendment protected, and this guy wants to go after it. Yeah. 
And again, how dare you be have an anti-authority ideology? Oh, you're an authority. I'm just a piece of crap. How how dare how dare I I be anti-authority? What authority? Oh, and you should see this guy too, man. He has that arrogant look that I'll get you. I'll mm. get you if you do anything that I don't want you to do. You look at him and listen to him and read these words. I mean, this is why I keep saying things getting darker. Formally, we still have a constitution. Functionally, it has failed miserably to restrain the government. And we haven't even talked about COVID. Maybe we shouldn't talk about it today. We talk about it all, all the time. We're just talking about the other things the government is doing. So far, we've discussed spying. They capture every keystroke. Intimidating. They're threatening people who challenge authority and who believe that the government uh, is, uh, is excessive. They're violating the First Amendment just by making these threats. There's a doctrine called chilling. Chilling is when people fear expressing their views oh. because they fear what the government will do to them. So they hold back expressing their views. The Supreme Court of the United States has condemned chilling. The government cannot intimidate speech. Wow. The government cannot legally make you afraid to express your opinion, no matter what that opinion is. That's what the First Amendment means. That's not me. That's James Madison and the Supreme Court of the United States. Oh, they're nobodies compared to this guy Olson. I mean, come on, <laughs> be respectful. <laughs> you know, that word that you use, chilling, yeah, I've never heard that before. That's, a, that's really important. And that's what they've done. They've chilled us in every way possible. And, it, and, it's, and it's across the board and it's around the world. And yes. uh, the, the, you just heard this little Gatson Macron over there in France, you know, coming out against people. Uh, saying what they want to say and how they should be banished and should not be saying what they want to say. And this is going on around the world. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Look at, look at Australia, which used to be a country as free as we are. It's a, it's a, it's a military dictatorship now. It's an, armed, it's an armed camp. I wasn't a fan of Novak Djokovic, but now I want him to win. I want him to win that Australian Open just to teach the Australian government a lesson about not allowing people into the country. The guy has natural immunity. It's inconceivable that he could give the disease to somebody else. Oh, I know. And again, look at what's going on now. That, that mayor they got over there, Lighthead, Lightfoot, Lighthouse, whatever her name no, you're is. you're talking about Chicago. Yeah. She got well, that's the city where the teachers' unions decide when the schools are opened or closed. Light, light foot. I mean, you look at this. Earlier today, I tested positive for COVID-19. I'm, I'm experienced cold-like symptoms. Uh, otherwise, I feel fine, which I credit to being vaccinated and boosted. This is an urgent reminder for folks to get vaccinated and boosted as it's the only way to beat this pandemic. Hey, wait a minute, lighthead. You got vaccinated and boosted and you're sick. So why don't, don't, and now you're saying that the vaccine works? Right. She forgot to add that she also wears a mask wherever she goes. Yeah. 
I know. At some yeah, point, I the American public, last week we talked about uh, how the American public has bowed down and said yes to all these regulations. At some point, the American public will stop being a nation of sheep. We'll I don't recognize know. that whatever remains of this pandemic, it's like the cold or the common cold of the flu. We just have to leave with it and the government to stay the hell out of our faces. The only thing I see it change is we need a new political movement. We need a libertarian movement of the truest order. Without that, it's, it's the crime syndicate still in charge, the repulsive kins and the dumbo craps, as it I doesn't, see it. It doesn't matter which of those two parties uh, controls the government. They both want war. They both want to spend more money uh, than they take in, and they both want to stay in power. You got it. And Judge, no one says it like you. And thank <laughs> you so much for being on. And we're going to see you next week. And everybody, When can I get to taste one of those Shri Adels? <laughs> <laughs> and we got to thank Vinny for this. <laughs> get Vinny really, my address. <laughs> I got Only a cousin Vinny and a friend Vinny. Around here. The, the, uh, everyone listening, please do what you can to support freedom, peace, and justice. We're doing everything we can. So thank you for tuning in, and we're going to see you next week. Thank you, Judge. Thank you, Gerald. All the best.